Today is Tuesday, March the 26th, 2019. I'm your host, Diane Morgan, and I'm coming to you live from Texas. Welcome to Angel Navigation on International Angels Network. And like most lightworkers, I do many things. I am a certified spiritual teacher and life coach, channel of esoteric wisdom, crystal angelic energy healer, as well as an angel intuitive and a published author, And you can find my books on Amazon. Just go to my author page and you'll find a list of my works. And I do many, many other modalities. And I'd like to open with a prayer for loving energy. And this prayer is by Carolyn McGee. Archangel Michael, I ask your assistance in removing any and all energy that is not mine from my heart my mind, my body, and soul. I ask for any negative energy, including fear, anxiety, anger, and regret, anything that is not of love, to be removed from my energetic body. Feel my energetic body with the white light of God and surround me in your blue cloak of protection. If anything is directed towards me that is not of love from others or myself, please transmute that energy to love and return it to the sender so that we may raise the vibration of the entire world to that of love, to that of unity. And so it is. And you can find that prayer in the 365 Days of Angel Prayers with Sunny Dawn Johnson. Now, if this is your first time listening to International Angels Network, we're the network that loves to discuss angels, but we love to explore all things spiritual, metaphysical, and mystical. Uh, Like our divine creator, energy healing, signs from spirit, We talk about fairies and dragons and light language, past lives, uh, star seeds, and just so much more. But we also love helping spiritual entrepreneurs, and we have a spiritual entrepreneurs membership program where we offer ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide, not just angel practitioners. We're sharing information to create and expand your spiritual business. Plus, you get your own IAN webpage and a listing in the IAN directory. And if you're searching for a spiritual practitioner, we invite you to browse our directory for readings, energy healings, teachers, mentors, coaches, or metaphysical online products. And that's at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash directory. Now, we are a live call-in show. In the last half of the show, we'll be taking your calls at 1-516-453-9162. And you can press 1 to get in the queue with your questions. And it's the same number for all our shows, so put it in your phone, write it down, keep it handy. That's 1-516-453-9162. 
888-646-1562. And there are several ways to call in. If you're listening on Blog Talk, you can use the Skype icon and call for free from anywhere around the world. And then, uh, plus we're live on YouTube, and you can subscribe to our channel by pressing the bell icon and get your reminder for all of our shows, which we have shows six days a week. And we'd like to give thanks to our new YouTube subscribers, Christy Williams, Elaine Sitz, and Bob Naron. Now, we've only been on YouTube a few months, and we're asking our listeners to help us get to 100 subscribers. So click that bell icon. And then for every 100, we'll be doing random drawings for some exciting prizes uh, like readings or classes or product. So and we do also answer your questions and pull cards for you in the blog talk and the YouTube chat rooms. And when we're live on air, you can call in or also call in on our Facebook fan page or our website. You'll see the call button. Just click that. It will connect you to the show. But whichever way you choose to call, be sure and press 1 to uh, get in the queue with your questions. And then you never have to miss any of our shows. They're all archived on Blog Talk and YouTube. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or on several other platforms like CastBox, Stitchers, Google Play Music, Blueberry, Player FM, Podbean, and soon to be on Pandora and Spotify. And you can listen to uh, our shows on Amazon Alexa, Apple TV, Roku TV, and other smart TV devices, plus your Apple Watch and your car audio system on TuneIn Radio and MyTuner Radio. Now our live shows are brought to you by Audible by Amazon. And Audible offers over 400,000 books. And they're now offering meditations to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So you can get a free audio book or meditation downloaded today. And uh, you can get that with a 30-day free trial. You can cancel it any time, and you get to keep the free products. So you would go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. And we really appreciate you helping support our online network. We'd also like to give a big thank you to our network sponsor, Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center, and its founder and CEO, Sunday Sturgeon. And you can find out more about this nonprofit center on our website. And then tonight's show is brought to you by Unite in the Light, where Susie Parrott, our Saturday 100 London host, and myself are offering online classes, guiding others and connecting with the angels. So visit our website at www.uniteinthelight.com. Okay, I'm super excited for y'all to meet my special guest. And see there, my texting came out, y'all. Debbie Solaris is an ET contactee, an interdimensional travel traveler, and galactic historian. And after a fateful extraterrestrial contact experience a few years ago, Debbie awakened to her true star lineage and higher calling. And through her ancestral connection with the Akashic Records, she has been receiving downloads of galactic historical information and universal spiritual knowledge every since. She feels that it's a big part of her mission while here on Earth to help awaken others to their own true divine selves and cosmic origins. 
Using a unique and expansive perspective, Debbie offers visual, visually appealing multimedia-rich classes on extraterrestrial life and culture, galactic history, and ancient civilizations, as well as starseed and lightworker enrichment workshops in the Front Range area of Colorado. She's also a certified Akashic Record reader and a gifted intuitive using information channeled from her Architarian and Palladian guides to heal and assist others on their own spiritual journeys. Debbie was a radio host with the Galactic U Radio Network on blogtalk.com from April of 2017 to December of 2017. Her show was called Traveling Through the Stargate and featured newly revealed information on galactic history and the various star races, as well as insights from the Akashic Records and the higher dimensional realms. The podcast from the radio show can still be found on blogtalkradio.com, on SoundCloud, and on the media page at Debbie Solaris, that's D-E-B-B-I-E-S-O-L-A-R-I-S.com. Excuse me. Now, Debbie's uh, new YouTube channel features actual client Akashic and intuitive readings, recordings converted to video, with the videos featuring information on galactic history and extraterrestrial star races, along with the real-life advice and direction for star seeds and lightworkers trying to navigate their way with this, within this incarnation experiences we call planet Earth. The channel has been gaining popularity on YouTube with many subscribers asking when the next episode will be posted to hear more interesting information on the past lives and soul journeys of the regular everyday light workers and star seeds who consult her for readings. Galactic historian ET contactee Akashic Records Star Guide Star Seed Intuitive based in Colorado providing readings and other intuitive services to her clients around the world. And you can find Debbie on her website at www.debbiesolaris.com. You can email her at debbie at debbiesolaris.com. She's also on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And I'm excited to have her here and would like to introduce her to all of you now. Hi, Miss Debbie. Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you for having me on. I'm very excited to be on this channel. This is uh, I've heard a lot of great things and um, just happy to be a part of this. Thank you for having me on. Oh, thank you, and welcome to the show, because I know in our correspondence, in correspondence that you're, you have a very busy schedule. So I'd like to thank you for taking the time to join us tonight. Oh, thank you for having me, and uh, I'm just glad the timing worked for all of us tonight. Yes, yes. So I like to dive right in since we have a limited time. Uh, why don't you tell us a little about you? What's your background, and what got you on your spiritual path? Well, that's uh, that's an interesting story. I'm actually, I, I would say, con- I consider myself to be. Uh, somewhat of a, ble- a late bloomer on the spiritual uh, ascension process. Um, I actually didn't, um, I wasn't really awakened um, 
until 2012. Um, uh, before that, I had a very conventional upbringing. I was, you know, I was in, uh, born to a military family. We, you know, was, were stationed in a lot of different duty stations, um, pretty much around the world, mostly Europe. But um, I was one of those uh, army brat kids that went from school to school every two years, you know, never stayed in one place for very long. But, um, but you know, eventually, um, um, I think there was a, an upside to that because um, I did get to, ex- I guess, see and experience um, a lot of, of different countries and cultures that maybe – you know, other American kids, maybe I never had the opportunity to see. My parents were the kind of type that if they wanted to go someplace, they just kind of threw us in the backseat of the car and took us with them, you know. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, so we did get to see quite a bit. Um, as I got older, though, um, I joined the military myself. Um, I'm actually a Navy veteran. I was I served in the military for six years, um, uh, mostly uh, Westpac, so... Uh, I was a hospital corpsman for six years. Um, then from there, uh, worked worked in environmental health for quite a few years. Uh, so I had a very scientific and technical background. So uh, definitely wasn't in the woo-woo spiritual kind of thing. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it was you know very very uh, very hardcore. Um, you know, strictly uh, 3D kind of exper- experiments. Um, uh, my family, we weren't just in, we weren't into the paranormal. We didn't talk about UFOs. That just wasn't really a topic that we were into. So I really wasn't that in, introduced to it until I met my significant other Terry. Um, uh, and when um, I met him in 2002, and uh, when we were dating, I noticed that he had, you know, these UFO magazines lying around his house. And I was like, uh, you actually read these? <laughs> he was like, you know, yeah. And and I said, uh, are you seriously read these? And he says, oh, yeah. He says, oh, yeah, these articles are really great. And I was like, he's like, all, all into it. And I was like, really? Because uh, he just didn't seem like the type, you know, but um, – <laughs> But but he was, like, really into the UFO phenomena, and I read some of the articles here and there, and I thought, yeah, that's kind of interesting, but I was really skeptical. I, you know, I, I just didn't believe um, UFOs or extraterrestrials existed. I didn't really have that much of a concept of the paranormal. Um, like I said, I had a very conventional um, upbringing. My my family was Roman Catholic, so I was, you know, raised Roman Catholic. And so it wasn't really a consideration for me. Um, but to kind of speed the story up a little bit, um, what kind of got me started on my path was um, uh, I, I, I think out of curiosity, I, I did take some spiritual classes here and there, still pretty skeptical, kind of as an observer more than anything else. Um, But I really didn't get onto my path until 2012 when I had um, actually not just one, but two extraterrestrial contact experiences. And it was pretty, pretty life-changing. I mean, it was, um, 
Yeah, tell us what I, happened. I, how did how did they lead you in doing the work that you're doing now? Okay. Um, well, basically, what happened was um, I was going my my significant other and I were going through a lot of transition. Um, we decided to take our relationship to the next level. We decided to, you know, move in together um, from two different cities into the current city we live in now, which is Castle Rock, Colorado. And uh, and it was, I think, diff- a difficult transition for us. There was a lot of mishaps, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, trying to combine two households into one. Um, on top of that, there was, I think, a lot of upheavals that was going on in our country during that time. You know, there was a lot of uh, uh, talk about the Mayan calendar and 2012 mm-hmm. being the end of an era. And, you know, people were talking about the world ending and right, other people. Right. Were talking, yeah. And then other people were talking about the elections and how that was going to change everything. And. And it just seemed like, you know, our planet was going in not so good of a direction, or at least our country was, wasn't. was So I had a lot of concerns, and I tended to be a worry wart. You know, I was one of those people that would worry about everything. <laughs> so um, one night I was, I guess, thinking about everything that was going on in this planet, and I was just, um, I think a, feeling a little overwhelmed, and so I sent a prayer out to the universe, um, and I sent it to every higher dimensional being I could think of. It was like Jesus, the ascended masters, archangels, all the angelic realm, um, and then I even included our galactic brothers and sisters because. I just figured, what the heck, you know, I guess Terry believes in them, I'll throw them in there, you know, so Terry's my significant other, so, right. uh, so I and they contacted you, right? They were the ones that contacted me, okay, uh-huh. angels didn't, Jesus didn't, so, yeah, exactly, so, uh, but basically what I was praying for was um, divine assistance with our planet, because I was just really concerned about um, the environment, about our economics, you know, about the way the right, politics right. and, you know, it was all the upheavals with the wars and and everything else, like in the Middle East, and and so I was asking for, you know, just peace and unity on our planet and that we needed help with it. And I said, and it was a very earnest prayer, very emotional prayer. I spent all night um, just sending that energy out and it was pretty exhausting. And then um, the next day, if nothing happened, so I just figured, well, you know, this is another crazy prayer I sent out. Nobody heard it, you know, so I went about my business. And it seemed like it was like two weeks had passed, and I forgot about the prayer. And I was having some upcoming minor uh, back laser surgery, so I went through that. I was recuperating from that. And then one night I went to sleep, and... It was, um, I think I sent the prayer out in May of 2012. Um, the experience I had was in June. It was early June 2012. And 
I went to sleep, and when I came back to consciousness, I was in some reality that I've never been in before. It was, it wasn't a dream. Um, I knew it wasn't a dream because things seemed so much more real than what I've ever experienced before. Um, it was, um, I knew I was in some alternate dimension. Uh, it was when you're in the higher dimensional realms, things are a lot more crystal clear and and, and mm-hmm. it's hard to describe it unless you've seen it, but it's like the details are much sharper. Um, colors are more intense. Uh, you can see energy emanating from objects. Um, everything kind of has a fluidity about it that you don't see in third dimension. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely beautiful. I can't even begin to describe just how magnificent it is. You know, right. to be in, when I say there's there's you know, no words for it because everything is just so much. Even colors are so much richer. Oh, absolutely. And I'd never seen, there are some colors I'd never seen. Before. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, what the heck is, I mean, and then, so I was, as I was getting my bearings, I, I started realizing I was on board what looked to be some sort of a starship. And, but it didn't look like the starships that you would see, say, like in Star Trek or Star right. Wars. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't metallic. It was it was comprised of light. It was a light ship. Um, but I mean, there was some solidity to it, but it was very fluid, very organic. And I knew it was technology I'd never seen. It was it was technology, but it was technology that we we, we can't even comprehend here on mm-hmm. on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the starship itself seemed to be a sentient being because it seemed to know my uh, it seemed to be aware of my presence. It was kind of like leading me towards what where it wanted me to go to. And so I was just kind of following on this path, and then I ended up or this pathway. And then I ended up in some large um, rooms and um, I was, I was encountered by uh, some beings uh, that definitely did not look human. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) These were not anything I've seen ever before. Um, And not even in UFO, um, you know, ufology, you know, when they talk mm-hmm. about gray aliens mm-hmm. or, you know, right. um, and, you know, insectoids. I mean, these are not like those kind of beings. Okay. They were, they were absolutely magnificent. Um, but there was not a, there were, they weren't solid. They were kind of like in light bodies. Uh, right. and pure, just pure light energy. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. it seemed to me I've like I've had they one encounter, pulling... so I understand exactly what you're saying. It was just a, a oh, pure I'm, I'm glad. light energy. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because it's it's like they're there, but there's a there's a translucent quality. To mm-hmm. it, you mm-hmm. know, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So so these beings. Um, there was about four or five of them um, there in the room with me. And uh, they definitely did not look human. Um, they, 
what little I could see of them, because it was very difficult. I had a feeling like they were pulling their vibration down so that I can even see them. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can but, understand that. Yeah, so it was kind of like I was having a hard time looking at them um, directly because their energy was just that intense. That mm-hmm. um, so they they must have not even been fifth dimensional. They were probably like seventh or something. But um, but pulling their energy down so at least you know I can um, interact with them. And from what I could see, they had larger heads, very large eyes. Um, the eyes had pupils and irises. It wasn't like just gray alien eyes that were all black. Um, uh, they had very refined facial features. They looked somewhat humanoid, but not very human, okay? Um, I mean, they had two arms, two legs, but very, very fluid, um, very translucent. Uh, it. Yeah, they were not beings I've ever seen before, ever. And I asked them, and I I was surprised that I was communicating with them telepathically because I didn't even realize I could do that. But I was asking them telepathically, okay, where am I? Who are you? And what what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, so just the basic questions. and they answered all my questions. Uh, they told me they were Arcturians from Arcturus. Um, while they were talking to me, they were just kind of displaying their concepts and ideas through, I would say, thought energy, mm-hmm. but also on a hologram of some sort. So, mm-hmm. so some of the imagery I was getting from them through thought, but then it was also like this imagery on a, on a hologram. So it was very, a very. Um, it it was a very experience. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like like yeah. An, it, it was like an immersion experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was, well, it was just it feeling was... like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, sweetie. No, go ahead. It was a feeling okay. like. Okay. Um, it was just like, unlike um, anything I had ever experienced, but it seemed very seamless, very um, easy. Um, It didn't seem very difficult, okay? Uh, It seemed like I've done it before, or um, Mm. it it wasn't like it was a big, um, like like it it took a big effort on my part um, Mm -hmm. to communicate with them. Um, And maybe that had more to do with them than it did with me, but... um, uh surprisingly i wasn't afraid of them um they emanated so much love and acceptance that i felt completely at ease um there was even maybe somewhat of a familiarity to these beings but um i just felt very very comfortable um Mm -hmm. uh they told me they were arcturians they kind they just they showed me on a star map where their star system was located um, it was in the constellation of Bodas, um, main star. Um, they told me that they had heard my prayer, you know, from two weeks ago and were moved by it and felt like it was time for me to understand 
um, what was really happening on the planet and mm-hmm. and what my part of it was. And I was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know. It, it, and a lot of the concepts they were telling me about were kind of went over my head, um, honestly, um, at right. the time. But now thinking back on it, I kind of understand it more. But um, uh, but uh, but they basically told me that. A lot of the things that we're seeing here on this planet, you know, all the political stuff, you know, the, the wars and everything else was all an illusion. Right. And I kind of didn't quite understand that concept at the time, but they said it five times that, you know, everything you're experiencing is an illusion. Um, and so I... I knew that it was important, you know, what they were telling me, but I didn't quite mm-hmm. understand it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They did exp- explain to me, because um, I asked them, well, why are you so interested in me? Why me? Why did you bring me on board the ship? And they said it was because they were my family. And that blew my mind because I, I never knew I had extraterrestrial family. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Um, so I was yeah, because like, okay. it was about 2012 um, when I sat straight up in the bed out of a dream and yelled out Octarians. But it wasn't wow. until 2014 that, in a lucid dream, there was a being standing in my doorway as as I was drifting off to sleep. And that's what I said. It was just this pure energy. And moving yeah. around the room, yeah, yeah. So, do do you think we all have starseed origin? I, you know, honestly, I think uh, the majority of us do. Um, I, you know, the more I do, I, I do akashic readings. Um, I mean, I think you know, I think as infinite souls, um, we've all had multiple experiences and multiple star systems. I mean, it would be ludicrous to think that. Oh, you know, we just were all here on Earth. <laughs> That's right. You know, right. you know, it just seems. <laughs> um, now there, there's probably some, you know, I think some uh, souls here on this planet that have had a lot of incarnations on Earth, so they identify with Earth maybe more so than other star systems, or maybe they've lost their connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are probably the souls that's going to take them a little while, while longer to, to to awaken. But um, but for most part, I would say I mean I would say ninety percent of the people that come to me for readings have had origins in some other system. I mean it's just mm. crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And the ones that don't are usually um, either angelics, okay? They're you know what they call earth angels. You know the right. people that have. Um, are of the angelic realm but decided to incarnate on Earth, or they're some sort of multi-dimensional parallel, you know, soul. Okay, so, um, so pretty much, yeah. I think I think Earth is kind of like a training ground or an experiment, experimental um, project mm-hmm. that big you know, I think we're all, right. yeah, um, big classroom that we're all involved with, yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. So, um. So yeah, um, but as far as the extraterrestrial um, experience on board the ship, um, it it was mind expansive for me because um, 
I never even realized my multidimensional self, you know, before that, you know, that I was a multidimensional being. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the more, I, and it took me, I would say months, if not years, actually it took me years to process what happened to me in that, on board that ship. There was a oh, lot more. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally understand that one. And it, it does. You, we, we try to process it with our human mind. And it it takes a while to do that. Um, yeah. Let's let's jump into the Akashic records. You know, I find them very interesting. And tell us how did you get started doing Akashic readings and other intuitive work that you do today? Um, that was kind of like by happenstance too. Kind of like everything else I do. Um. You know, it's not like I had that experience and thought the next day, oh, yeah, I want to do Akashic readings. Right. (laughs) You know, it didn't quite happen like that. It was more like um, I was having a lot of multidimensional experiences. Um, First, I was getting the downloads. It was like, seemed like um, it was happening a lot where, um, and usually it happened like, like right before I'd fall asleep or right as I was waking up, I just feel like I was getting a download of information from Mm -hmm. some higher dimensional realm. And it was usually information on galactic star systems or galactic wars or galactic history. And I was just, and, and all of a sudden I knew this stuff and I was like, you know, there's no way, I've ever read anything about this. I don't even know what it is that I'm, I'm, you know, all of a sudden seeing, you know. So I started doing research, you know, on on the information I was receiving, and I was finding other people that were talking about the same things online. And I was just like, oh, wow, you know, um, I guess I'm not the only one that's getting this information, but... Um, but it seemed like some of the information I, I got was maybe more detailed in certain areas than, you know, than stuff I was reading online or, um, and, you know, there were certain authors that, you know, I referred to, uh, you know, Dr. Dr. Norma Milanovic, you know, she wrote about the Arturians, you know, so I definitely was reading her book, you know, and, or, and then David K. Miller, he was another one, uh, Alex Collier, you know, so there was quite a few people that, you know, I was starting to kind of, I think, use as kind of a, a you know, just to kind of compare notes with, and, and it was like, yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, that fits, right. you know, right. so, um, and, and on top of that, I was also starting to have these multidimensional experiences where I would be driving or walking or traveling someplace, and I knew I was shifting through dimensions. I mean, it was just a very spontaneous, um, you know, the, the scenery would change the, the energy would change. Um, the colors would get more brilliant. Like I talked about with, as, as what happened on board ship, you know, so, uh, uh, and then it was, you know, the, the picking up of information, <laughs> you know, so there was that, um, there was the experience I like to talk about that happened at Starbucks. It was the Starbucks in downtown Colorado Springs, uh, where I walked into the Starbucks and I could literally read everybody's thoughts. And, 
it was a very busy Starbucks. <laughs> it, was, it was overwhelming to to. I was going to gonna say that would be yeah, that would be very overwhelming. It From, was uh, like empathic, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I guess I was shocked because not because I was reading their thoughts, but because everybody had very negative thoughts. Most mm. humans think very, very negatively, either about themselves or about other people. <laughs> okay, so mm. I was. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It was kind of a lesson to me of. I don't think this planet's ready for telepathy yet. Because <laughs> we, we need to work on our thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it because, uh, you know, I say all the time, I know that we can get there. I remember it from Atlantis. I know we can get there. <laughs> but it's going to take the collective to work on that. Wow. Yeah, and and I think I don't even think most humans are even – I, I mean, I mean, there's uh, my clients, you know, and, you know, probably your clients and, you know, the people that we work with, you know, they definitely get the concept, but mm-hmm. the majority of, you know, of humans out there, they're not ready for that. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so well, I, I take would, hope and that every time another person awakens that we're raising the vibration, so that way, you know, that the energy is raising and we're going to get there. You know, I'm not going to give up hope on that. Yeah, I guess I feel the same way. I Yeah. I always yeah. tell Because everybody, clients, you know, you there's know, so many people now that talk about energy. So it's kind of like oh, they, yeah. they sort of understand the concept, but they're just not real or they haven't dove into it or or studied it, but they they are understanding. Maybe it's from the scientific mind that everything is energy. So that that gives me hope that okay, if they're understanding that, then we're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think it's just going to happen more slowly than we'd hope. But um, I don't know. Uh, I, I do tell my clients, and I and this is I don't I don't even know where this came from. Maybe this was another one of those silly things I downloaded, but because uh, I downloaded some crazy information. But but I tell my clients all the time, you know, just you being who you are, and you working on your ascension, you're having a your your energy field is impacting not just yourself but everybody within right. a fifty mile radius of right. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is everybody exactly. in your circle, your your workplace, your families. I mean, that's a lot of people, you know. So, it is a lot of people. You know, that's yeah. That's why I say I hold that that you know. I'm sure you do the same thing I do. <laughs> yeah, I I get a download and I want to talk about it. It's like okay, guys, when you talk about this because <laughs> let's understand a little bit more of what you're trying to show me. So. All right. Well, we're over halfway through the hour. What's on the horizon for you and your work? Um. Well, uh, I have some exciting news. Um, I've been doing my work quite a bit part-time because I had a full-time job for 17 years um, at the same mm-hmm. agency. And um, it was getting to be um, – very burdensome for me to try to do my spiritual work and also do my full-time, uh, you know, 3d job. Um, 
And so I guess it was through happenstance or maybe through my, my intention or um, I decided I was going to retire early. I was really, you know, technically not supposed to retire until the end of 2020. And I went through a couple of really serious illnesses in the last couple of years. And I just decided, you know what, I can't do both. I, I have to do one or the other. So, um, so I, I managed to work it out where I could retire early. So I'm actually retiring at the end of this week. So congratulations. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. I think that is so awesome. It's just so yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm very, very excited because I this is this means the um the beginning of a new chapter for me to where I could really focus in hundred percent on my spiritual work, which I have been doing, you know, last few years, but, you know, but now I can really go full forward with it. And so nice. what's going to happen with me is, um, I, I plan to write a book. Um, I want to write the first comprehensive book on galactic history where you get everything, the whole story, not just pieces of it here and there. Um, there's been authors out there that I think have done a very good job of focusing on one particular star system or, or maybe, you know, uh, they've taken pieces of things here and there, but, um, but my hope is to, um, and this is, and this is starting actually, um, this year. So, um, thank you. So yeah, that's going to be a big, big project. Um, I, I, I may I hope I'm not taking on more than I can chew. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna trust my guides on this one. Um Right. Yeah. The other thing I wanna do and I'm planning to do is start offering um online courses on uh um reading the Akashic records with a galactic perspective. I don't think there's anybody mm. else out there that that teaches anything like that. So, um, cause I have a particular style. Um, and, um, I, I think my, my style of Akashic reading is probably very different than maybe other Akashic readers. Um, right. And so, I'd love to have you back to, to talk about the Akashic readings. Um, I think we've got, uh, maybe 16 minutes left and we've got a list of callers here. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, so we got, uh, so yeah, that was, that's the other project. And then I'm going to continue doing the YouTube and, um, and of course doing the one-on-one readings that I have been doing. Um, um, I do have a lot of clients. I have clients around the world. It's amazing how much my business has grown. It's been a blessing. Um, Time to retire. I'm very, very, what's, what's that? I said it's time for you to retire from your full-time job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The timing was perfect, yeah. Yes. So let me first give a few announcements, and then we're, our lines are open at one five one six four five three nine one six two, and you press 1 to get in the queue with your questions. And Free Star Seed Mini Readings with Debbie. So tomorrow, Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, March 27th, is Angel Talk with Sue. And this is a podcast pre-recorded with guest Lisa Gober. And the topic will be Knowing Angels. Then Thursday, March 28th at 9 p.m. Eastern is the Alex Levy Show with your host, Alex Levy, with special guest, 
artist illustrator Nicole Coots, and they're going to be talking about the Spirit Guide Oracles plus free mini readings. And then Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. UK time, March 30th, will be Angelic Light with Susie Parrott out of London. And she is going to be talking about asking for protection with Archangel Michael, plus many readings available. And then we have no show on Sunday, but you can join us back Monday, April 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern for Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell. And you can join me back here next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, April 2nd, for a podcast with angel intuitive healer and author Dar Payment. And Dar is the author of several books, but her most recent publication is called The Archangel Apocatary, Incense, Oils, Potions, and Prayers for Everyday Life. And it's just a recipe of beautiful um, archangel uh, oils and uh, prayer oils and, and different things that you can use in your everyday life. So take a look at our website at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com and there's so much information there for you. You can find out what our hosts are up to. You can sign up to be a guest under the guest tab. Uh, you can read our 2019 esoteric blog. Um, and you can also get in touch with me there and that's www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Diane, D-I-A-N-N-E. So drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you. So awesome. Uh, Debbie, would you want to remind our listeners how they can contact you, uh, your website, oh, your YouTube channel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, on YouTube, all you have to do is uh, type in Debbie Solaris. That's D-E-B-B-I-E-S-O-L-A-R-I-S, and you'll find me, the only Debbie Solaris, I think, on YouTube. So, And if you see all the galactic-looking uh, videos, yes, you're in the right place. So, um, so yeah, we're trying to produce a video at least um, once every other week. So, um, so do subscribe to that. That helps me a lot as well. So... Um, that's the way you can find me on YouTube. I do have a website. My website is just very simply debbiesolaris.com, D-E-B-B-I-E-S-O-L-A-R-I-S, and .com. Uh, you can find me there. I'm also on, um, you can find me on Facebook and also on Instagram under Debbie Solaris. All right. We have about 11 minutes, so we're going to try and get this as many as we can get to. Okay, All right, so wonderful. We, <laughs> we have a is it Aline from Florida? Aline, Aline, Aline. Yeah. Hi, Aline. Hi. How can we help you this evening, sweetie? So, so Debbie, um, I've had connections regarding seventh dimension being from the seventh dimension from a planet called Honda. And yet, at the same time, I'm really connected to the angelic realm and Atlantis mm, okay. and Pangea. And um, I was told by a galactic historian that I came from inner Earth. Hmm, okay. Do you have any insight for me from the Arcturians? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let me check in on that. Hmm, okay. I'm getting, um, actually, you're connected, actually, to the solar system, but um, 
actually, uh, you're actually connected to a, um, a star system, and actually, it isn't in the solar system at all. So I apologize. It's outside of our. It's very close to our solar system. It's called, um, and, and I don't know. I don't get the star system very often, so um, it's called Beta Centauri. Okay, and uh, the star in particular is um, also known as Hadar. So um, I think that's a planet that re um, revolves around that star system. Hadar is, you know, I, I don't get many star seeds that are connected to this system, but it's they're um, all about, um, I would say, embracing love, the love consciousness. So a lot of Hadarians are extremely high dimensional, very extremely sensitive. Um, even the men are extremely sensitive. Um, very, very extremely empathic, okay? Um, uh, they do tend to, I think, focus quite a bit on relationships and the inner interpersonal, I would say, um, involvement between relationships, okay? So um, as far as the connection to Atlantis, um, I think there were quite a few Hardarians that um, uh, I think helped were part of the founding star races that uh, that founded Atlantis, at least the original intention for Atlantis. Atlantis late, got corrupted, I think, later on in its history, but the initial, I would say, um, representation or, or their initial intention for Atlantis was that to be of a you know, of a uh, fifth-dimensional society, okay? Um, mm -hmm. Your connection with the angelic realms is because um, the Hadarians worked very, very closely with um, angelics that are, were assigned to the, um, uh, galactically and also to this particular solar system. Um, I don't know if any of that makes sense, but that's what's coming through. Oh, so. yeah. I embrace love everywhere. I mean, I was with a, a relative yesterday and the day before, and when you first came on, you were talking about we can't do telepathic conversations because there was so much negativity coming out of everybody's world, you know, mouths. Mm -hmm. And this time my lesson for me was, let her be the way she is and just smile and take her wherever she wants to go and just laugh about it. Just just right. keep laughing about it. Find the humor and that's in how it. I, and that's how I was the past two days. I wasn't getting angst. I wasn't combating. I wasn't trying to... Uh, and she was she was saying, why do you have those crystals around your neck? And what do those rocks mean? And why do you have those <laughs> pictures of angels? And, you know, the demons are coming into your house and... And I just said, because I love them. They make me feel good. And what is Mother Earth? And why do you wear that? I said, it's Mother Earth. What is Mother Earth? You know. So it's really interesting to see how, and all I said back was, it's your interpretation. It's your imaging. It's the way you see life. That's not how I see life. You know? And my voice was calm and gentle and nice and sweet because um my friends see me as always smiling and happy, and, and life yeah. works out really beautiful yeah. for me. 
Well, Eileen, thank yeah. you for calling, sweetie. We have uh, several other callers in the queue and very few moments here. But we thank you for calling and hope that was some help to you. Okay, we have Trish from Connecticut. Trish, are you with Hi, us? Trish. I am, thank you. Um, I had a question. I was wondering if you could give me some insight around a legal situation. Okay, I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, what's the legal situation? It's involving uh, a contractor. Okay. Uh, can you give me a little more information? Uh, he didn't uh, finish the work that I hired him to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think, um, have you, uh, I think this is a lesson for you to, um, I think, step into your power. Um and uh, I, I, I think in times like that, um, uh, it's kind of a lesson for us um, to, uh, excuse me, let me see if I can word this correctly, um, to, to, I think, take measures um, to, to step up for, you know, I think our rights, okay, so whatever it is. So he broke a contract with you, okay, Um Regardless of whether a contract is on a, on a physical realm like it is with you um, or it, on the spiritual realm, it, it is a violation of universal law to break, to break a soul contract, okay? So um, at this point, I would ask your higher self and your guides to assist you on what it is that you need to do to get some um, retribution for what has happened, okay? Um, now, it may be that you will, you will never get um, your money back or, or the job done, but at least there's that satisfaction of, like, maybe you need to report him to the Better Business Bureau or, um, or there's, you know, other actions that you can take. But somehow the, what, the, what I keep hearing is stepping up for your rights, you know, or stepping up for what's, um, there's a lesson in that in you for you somehow. Okay. Um, as far as um, I, I do see some angels, I think around the situation. For some reason, I'm seeing Saint um, the, the angel uh, or Saint Anthony. I know he's not really angelic; he's more of a saint. But something about um, uh, and there's something about clearing your home too. Okay, there's some so there's some negative energies I think that are um, um, revolving around your home. So I don't know. I hope that's helpful. I'm... Okay. Okay. All right. uh, Thank you, Trish. We appreciate you calling. Okay, we have uh, let's see, Allison from Texas. Hi, Allison. Hi. Hi. How can we help you this evening, sweetie? I would love a starseed mini reading, if that's okay. That would be wonderful. Um, so, uh, so are you wondering what star system you're from? Yes, and kind of like who would be around me, galactic. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Let me check in on that. Um, yeah, your guys, uh, the guys are saying Pleiades. 
Uh, okay, so uh, let me see which particular star in the Pleiades. Um, let's see. They're saying Maya. Okay, it's the star system of Maya in the Pleiades cluster. Let me just give you a little explanation of what Maya is. Um, Maya is a star system in the Pleiades cluster that's actually focused on, um, I would say, higher level spiritual learning and knowledge. Um, the Maya uh, Pleiadians were very much focused on um, higher level learning, teaching, and knowledge. Okay. Um, you probably have gifts in teaching. Okay. Um, whether you are a professional teacher or not, you know, you do have gifts in that area. Um, they also tend to be um, very good physical healers. So um, um, a lot of Maya Pleiadians um, also, I think, um, love, uh, love to uh, delve into healing, but more hands-on healing. Uh, my Meropians tend to like more the, phys- the psycho-spiritual healing. Um, but, but, yeah, so you do have, I would say... Um, uh, I would say uh, you can't you 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 feel more comfortable in more of a matriarchal kind of a system or or more uh, divine feminine energies. Um, yeah, you don't. Um, I don't think you resonate very well with uh, very extreme patriarchy. Okay, I do see you as being more of a Lemurian soul than an Atlantean. Okay, beautiful. Hope that helps. Beautiful. We hope yeah. that helps, Allison. Hello. Okay, we have one call from uh, one question. We've got about a oh, probably a half a minute. A spirit in form in our YouTube chat room or blog talk chat room, and she wants to know, or this person wants to know, if you could feel uh, what does it feel like around her or him for finding employment. Hmm. Okay. Let me check in with that. And that is from the blog talk chat room. Okay, gotcha. Um, I'm seeing some additional training is needed, but that um, uh, somehow the additional training is going to lead to an opportunity. Okay, so, um, and it's not going to be long-term training. I think it's going to be like, just like maybe... um, a refresher on their skills or maybe an additional skill that they can add mm-hmm. to their already repertoire, but that'll it'll lead right. to an additional um, additional opportunity for them. And it's yeah, just, I'm, I'm seeing about six months. Yeah. Okay. So we're all out of time. Debbie, thank you for joining us, and thank you all for joining us. I'll be back here next Tuesday. Until then, I'm sending you so much love and blessings of light on Angel Wings. Have a great week. Good night and God bless.